your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Kasher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. It is the William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Of course, the hottest spirits on the market. Uh, Hemorrhage, Dimalago, Tequila, Reiko Vodka. You won't uh, find a better line of some spirits anywhere. Don't forget also about Henrik's Neptunia Gin. Uh, again, fast becoming one of the uh, highest uh, selling um, uh, gins that are in, uh, in, in that super premium gin category. And then, of course, uh, an all-star lineup of scotches. Scotches that, again, are all award-winning. Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's London Scotch Whiskey, uh, and also Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. You love Irish Whiskey? We've got the second-largest selling Irish Whiskey in all the world. It's uh, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Give it a try. Of course, uh, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon, part of our bourbon portfolio. Uh, Drambuie, you cannot make a, a rusty nail without Drambuie. And, of course, that's part of our liqueur um, um, uh, lineup. And uh, the rum portfolio includes Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum and also Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum 
that is purchased in the state of Louisiana. Of course, those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Over $200,000 in financial aid given out since 2012. And again, it, it takes care of those who have taken care of us. Active military members, retired military members, and their families uh, can, again, can tap into this fund. Uh, helping them with, again, living expenses like mortgage payments, rent, utility bills, insurance premiums, even even necessary home repairs. Give directly to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org, or again, reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. And, of course, uh, William Grant, proud sponsors of, of our Friday show, title sponsors on our Friday show. And, um, of course, we'll tell you a little bit later on about Batch and Bottle. Uh, again, that they, especially of them with the Saints and Tulane and uh, was the Saints and LSU uh, at home this weekend. Uh, it's a great way to tailgate. We'll get into that a little bit later. But today on the program, uh, we had a full show for you. Uh, Mike Scarborough is about a minute away uh, from TigerBait.com. Uh, LSU's got some really good news on the recruiting front. Two big recruits this week that have um, that have committed to the Tigers, and of course, it's Bama Week. Uh, LSU Alabama, we'll talk to him about that. Mike Vazan, Vazan on Football Podcast, will join us at about 4.20. Uh, of course, we'll talk Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans with him. Fletcher Mackle jumps in at 5.15 from WDSU Sports, and we'll talk Saints and, and Pelicans with him, try to get some Tulane in there as well. And then we'll finish up with Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. We'll talk LSU and Saints with him, and also World Series. What a World Series it's been, right? Uh, all that coming up here on the program. So without further ado, let's head to the guest line joining us for the program. Um, He's got the most comprehensive site when it comes to LSU for LSU sports, not just football, all sports. Uh, his YouTube page is absolutely blowing up. Uh, if you're a Tiger fan and you want to know what's going on with the Tigers first, you've got to subscribe to TigerBait.com. Uh, again, the uh, message boards are legendary. Uh, but, again, the coverage is second to none, from high school uh, to, again, the recruiting and what's going on in the field and the court uh, for, for the Tigers. He's got you covered. It's Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. Mike, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, just uh, trying to get everything uh, situated to a big day tomorrow. Yep, no, no doubt. First of all, recruiting. Talk about, again, a couple guys that have committed one a lineman and a quarterback um, for, for the Tigers this week. Talk a little bit about it. Yeah, look, uh, one of the big things that's always been a problem for LSU is being able to recruit offensive linemen out of state. And to go and get D.J. Chester uh, out of McDonough, Georgia, and, of course, you know, it's a little bit easier when you got a father who's from Louisiana, but still, uh, Chester could have uh, went to uh, any number of uh, schools in LSU's peer group. Uh, he chose LSU over Auburn, Florida State, uh, Ole Miss uh, in Michigan, and uh, a big pickup. You're talking about a 6'5", 300-pounder, so that gives them four offensive linemen, two out-of-state, two in-state, and then we'll see if they add another one. Might they get one or two in the portal? Um, but uh, that's another one of those positions where it looks like between the, the newcomers that are playing so well right now and getting better each week and what's coming in, uh, things look certainly bright on the offensive line. Now, Mike, that's a 2023 recruit or 2024? 23. 23. Now, the, now the quarterback is a 2024 recruit, right? Absolutely, 2024. I saw him in June at the LSU camp. He's probably the kid that I raved about the most of all the kids I saw that whole month of June at all the camps at LSU. At the time, he was class of 2025. His father told me back in June that uh, to keep it on the down low because they weren't sure if, it, if they were going to do it or not, but uh, that there was a real possibility that they would reclassify for the class of 24. So you're talking about a kid who's destined to be a five-star quarterback 
He's already got a high four-star rating by multiple networks that have done uh, ratings on 25. So now that he's reclassified at 24, uh, he's going to have to get uh, a more locked-in rating across all the networks that do ratings. Um, but just a super talented kid who can run, can throw, he's physical, um, looks like uh, certainly a young version of uh, the quarterback uh, that went to USC that, uh, you know, followed uh, uh, things to, uh, you know, followed uh, his coach to uh, USC, right. Caleb Williams. Yes, right. And so Caleb he, Williams. He, and, and this kid's he, name is Colin Hurley, right? He's, he's out of Trinity Christian Academy in Jacksonville, Florida. Right. And just like Caleb Williams, he's six one, a uh, little over 200 pounds. And so um, highly intelligent, can throw on the run, and um, he's a difference maker. And Joe wow. Sloan has been on him since he arrived at LSU, did a fantastic job. And um, that's another one who could have went anywhere. And so he'll be vying for uh, the top quarterback in the country for the class of 24 to make things very interesting. So you, you look at uh, what LSU's got now, what they've got coming – and the quarterback room looks fantastic. So, offensive linemen, uh, defensive linemen, um, got a linebacker a couple of weeks ago. Right. Uh, twenty four commits now uh, for the class of twenty twenty three, and of course, there's nothing. Uh, you know, there's no twenty five anymore. Right. It's, it's sure. eighty five. Sure. Right. Uh, Mike, let's jump into LSU-Bama. Uh, I've talked about it all week long. Brian Kelly has had two weeks to prepare, much like Nick Saban. Nick Saban has taken advantage of that in the past. LSU coaches, not so much. We're, I mean, I mean, I'm, I, I can't, I'm, wait, I'm, I'm really kind of waiting with bated breath to see what Kelly has in store. Uh, again, it looks like the weather's going to clear up maybe about 2.30 tomorrow afternoon, so it ought to be a dry surface in Tiger Stadium. Give me your synopsis. Break the game down for us, LSU-Bama. Uh I think both teams are similar in that neither one of them have defensive backfields or, that are what you're used to seeing for each school. Um, both teams have very talented wide receivers. Certainly, Jaden Daniels is starting to hit LSU's more than he did early in the season. We know what Bryce Young can do. He's devastating, Heisman winner. Um, can LSU's offensive line hold up against their defensive front and arguably the best defensive player in the country? And um, it sure would be nice if LSU could somehow get on the scoreboard first and change that, uh, that whole deal where they get behind two, two-and-a-half scores before they wake up and, and make a comeback. How do you see uh, LSU playing Bryce Young? I've been talking about Harold Perkins all week long. Someone said Baskerville. Uh, what, what do you think they're going to do? I think they're, they're going to have some new wrinkles in. Um, now, what did they put in during the open date? How much of the, uh, they do uh, analysis paralysis compared to some of Les Miles' uh, teams for years that uh, played too tight in, in, in these games? Um, but Brian Kelly said last night that he, he, he thinks that uh, they figured out how to get both of them on the field at the same time, Ojolari and Perkins. I don't know what that means. Is that for a handful of plays? Is that for 15 or 20? Um, but Harold Perkins is obviously a difference maker. Um, but Ojalari is as well. And, you know, maybe it is Baskerville. Maybe it's uh, uh, a safety. Uh, 
that you're going to need to apply pressure to him smartly um, because it, there isn't a whole lot that he hasn't seen. But uh, Matt House has done a fantastic job, and um, would like for have would like for him to have the defense dialed in to start the game because we know that he can get things dialed in at halftime and make adjustments and, and personnel moves. Um, be, be nice to have it uh, guessed right and, and dialed up right at kickoff. Yeah, you don't want to get to a situation like it did, like you did at Tennessee, where maybe you're a little deer in the headlights. Hopefully, again, they've learned from that, that from that experience, and and are ready to play. When you compare this Alabama team to Alabama teams of the past to this LSU team, how they're playing now, how do you see it? I don't think they're as good as some of the Alabama teams of the past. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, they should have beat Tennessee. Uh, you know that that, that they got uh, robbed or whatever, or you know. They were, they were a better team in Tennessee but didn't get the win. Uh, I, I get it. Um, I do like the way LSU played the last two games. Uh, I, you know, there, I think there is something to be said that they would have been better to go ahead and play Alabama that next week rather than have an open date. Did they pick up where they left off and still uh, come out firing away and the offense clicking the way that it, it left off against the Rebels? Um, but, look, I – when have we seen a Saban-coached Alabama team come into Tiger Stadium and give a C-plus game? I've never, right. it, it doesn't happen. You know, uh, uh, A&M, who's lost four in a row, plays in the 24-21. Um, do, do you think there's any chance that Alabama uh, plays uh, one of their uh, two or three worst games of the year against Alabama? It's just, it's just it's never happened in history. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, again, the fact that the weather has now looked like it's cleared up. I uh, can't wait to see Jaden Daniels, how uh, how he is going to react and how the coach staff will react because Saban probably tries to take away his strengths. But ought to be a great game in Tiger Stadium. Mike, tell the folks about your fantastic site, your YouTube channel, which is absolutely blowing up, and, of course, what you're going to have for us tomorrow uh, before and after the big game. Yeah, we've got an updated list of recruits, including a number one kicker in the country that tells us he's going to be there tomorrow. That list continues to grow of the recruits that will be there. Go check that out on TigerBait.com. Uh, of course, got the uh, Hurley commitment story. Uh, I'm hoping to have something additional with him. I'm waiting for that uh, uh, for a callback on that. Um, but uh, we've got uh, Brian Lazar's game preview and prediction. And, of course, our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. Loads of content there. All that's free. Go there, subscribe, and, and hit the notification bell. And tomorrow we will have – uh, an instant analysis piece. We'll have our live game chat that we do during the game on our Tiger Den message board, uh, post-game video, post-game interviews, and we do our post-game show about an hour to an hour and a half after the game ends on YouTube. So LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. And you can follow me on Twitter, uh, at Scarborough Mike. Thank you, brother. Appreciate your time today right before the game. We'll check in with you next week. All right, thank you. There he goes, Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. He'll be all over high school tonight. You know, Mike will be out there with, the, with again, his, his bank of cameras and, of course, his correspondence at high school games all over the, uh, all over the state. And, of course, so you can check it all out at TigerBait.com. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, even on a weekend. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, if you are uh, having issues with your air conditioning system. If you're looking to be able to have that um, – uh, if you're looking to have that um, – 
uh, heating system cleaned and, and getting it ready for, again, the cold months. Because, what, about 10 days from now, we're going to have another cold snap. And that might be, again, where we're really kicking into the fall and, and winter weather. You want to be prepared for that. Remember Burkhart. They'll never cheat you, never gouge you. Burkhart's there for you, again, before and after hour service. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Burkhart has you covered. That's acpromise.com acpromise.com. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us each and every week here on the program, Fazano on Football Podcast is a podcast that you must listen to. Mike's got a great take on what's happening here in the local sports scene. And, of course, uh, again, my lifelong friend and a guy that, again, I'm privileged to have with us each and every Friday. Mike Fazano joins us on the program now. Mike, how are you, buddy? Eric, my brother, I'm doing great. How you doing, my friend? Big, big, big football weekend, my boy. Huge, huge weekend for 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 football, and of course, um, again, a lot going on with again Tulane taking uh, going going to Tulsa. Uh, you know, got to maintain again that uh, uh, that lead in the AAC with UCF coming up uh, next Saturday, and then of course a quick turnaround with uh, with SMU on the on that Thursday, and then uh, the following Saturday. Uh, after that is is again uh, Cincinnati probably for all the marbles within in the AAC can't get any bigger than bigger than, than LSU Alabama on Saturday and of course Saints on Monday night trying to be able to duplicate what they did last week against against Las Vegas uh, with the Ravens coming to town with Lamar Jackson and of course tonight the Pelicans taking on Golden State by the way folks let me let me throw this to you um, uh, Curry Thompson Green Wiggins all resting tonight. So I know a lot of people maybe bought tickets because they wanted to see Curry and, and, and Green and Thompson. Uh, those guys will not be playing along with along with Wiggins. Um, question is again, what is uh, what is Willie Green going to do? Is he going to continue to rest Herb Jones and, and Brandon Ingram, or will those guys be available? Remember, they're on a back to back tomorrow night. They're in Atlanta. On Monday night, they're in Indiana, and then on 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 Wednesday night, they're in Chicago. So if they're not going to play their starters and their stars, maybe again they they rest Herb Jones for another day with a hyperextended knee. And of course, uh, Ingram's coming off um, uh, uh, concussion protocol, so we weren't even sure if he was going to play tonight, one way or the other. But so I mean, it's just a big week, right, Mike? Coming up, big weekend, big week coming up. Uh, huge, man. You know, you, I, I said a big football weekend, but you're right. I mean. It's early, 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 early in the NBA season, but I mean, uh, you win tonight, Golden State, and if you if you would have held on against the Lakers, you're getting off to a special type of start. Now, uh, if something happens tonight and you lose to a Golden State team who's resting their All Stars, then man, you really have some some things you got to look at. So. Big time weekend for uh, for sports for sure. Yep, no doubt. Let's start LSU Alabama. As you heard, with, with talking to Mike Scarborough, uh, the first thing is the weathermen have been non-committal all week long. Uh, yesterday, they finally said they believe that the, the front will come through uh, uh, through Baton Rouge around two, uh, finish up about two thirty. So that that field drains very very well. I'm sure they'll have it covered. So again, there should be again a dry track for for both LSU and Alabama. Mike, how do you see this one? Uh, you know, again, I've talked about it all week long, about Kelly having two weeks to prepare, something that, uh, that Saban has taken advantage of all these years. Uh, Jaden Daniels playing at a high level right now. This defense playing at a high level. They finally figured out how Perkins needs to stay on the field. Uh, give me your synopsis of what happened Saturday. Well, I mean, I'd love to be able to tell you that LSU is going to put up 48 uh, on Alabama and, and win going away, but um... – What's I think what's going to happen is uh, a tight ball game, 
Usually they're they're tight, even in down seasons. Every now and then, uh, Alabama blow out LSU. But typically, I mean, you look at last season, LSU took Alabama down to the wire, and uh, you know, that was a that was a bad LSU football team with really no quarterback. I think the quarterback this year is playing lights out, head and shoulders above what how Max Johnson was playing last season. Um, but, uh, but that that's what – if you're going to beat Alabama, you need a quarterback that can throw the ball like Jaden Daniels has been throwing it uh, this season, like Joe Burrow did it in 19, and so forth and so on. Uh, because you got you got to challenge the defensive backs, and that's where you can get Bama. The front seven's always tough. Their blitzes put you in bad situations. But if you can give your quarterback enough time to get the ball downfield, then you got a shot against Bama. Uh, and I think Daniels is throwing the ball, at least in his last three games, especially the last two. Uh, he's throwing the ball in such a way that he can, you know, you can challenge their uh, DBs. When you look at Jade Daniels, look, and we've seen this. What does Saban do? Saban looks, and, and, and again, that, that, that two weeks preparing for LSU to see what they do well, and he tries to take it away. He does it with, with most of his opponents. Uh, mm-hmm. well, how do you think they're going to try to play Daniels going forward, and what adjustments do you think that Kelly uh, and, his, and his OC will make on offense? Well, I think they're going to – I would have said a couple of weeks ago, easy, you make Daniels beat you – throwing the ball. But um, I think what's going to happen now is they're going to try a few things to try to probably try to confuse some looks. I mean, you know, Bama, the way they blitz, you know, their blitz is determined off what you're doing on offense. So you can come out with a play and and see something, make an adjustment, and then they adjust right back to, to, to blitz to the, uh, miss, you know, to the mismatch. They set up you know, mismatches coming off the edge. Now, with Willie Anderson, everybody's a mismatch. And he's going up against a freshman on either side. So that doesn't bowl well for LSU. So I think what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to smother the running game, get pressure on Daniels, and contain him by spying on him, you know, setting a spy up so he doesn't hurt him with his feet and get and get rolling that way. On defense, how do you think House plays, again, uh, Bryce Young? And really, again, uh, Gibbs, who is, you know, the, 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 their main running back, they're, 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 look, they're not horrible at wide receiver. They're just not Alabama-type at wide receiver now. Now, you compare that to LSU, who's not DBU, as, they are, as they've normally been. But, again, that secondary has gotten better each and every week. And, and, and of course, uh, you know, they're getting some guys back from injury now. So that, that, that'll go a long way in helping as well with Major Burns coming back. Yeah, I mean, I think I just think, uh, you know, Alabama's not as physical on defense as they used to be. Um, I mean, teams have exploited them. A and M had them down at the one yard line. I mean, Texas they should have lost to Texas. If Texas, I think, is yours. If he doesn't get hurt in the first game, that that game that that dude is tan, is lighting Bama up. So uh, I just think uh, on 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 the defensive side of the ball. You got to have somebody. You got to have eyes on Bryce Young. He's so composed. He's got such a presence back there that he never gets rattled, never gets shaken up. 
always seems to go to the right man. Uh, what LSU did last year was brilliant. Where they they blitzed, they stunt and they blitzed up the middle. So Young didn't have time to set up a, a bunch of times, and uh, finally he got he he got a long pass, and, and that pretty much did in LSU. But but uh, but you're right about Gibbs, man. This guy reminds me of Alvin Kamara big time, and you know Georgia Tech. He was he was going to be somebody's draft surprise, tucked away, hidden at Georgia Tech that nobody knew about. But now, when he gets on a team with talent all around him, he can he can, right. you know, display his abilities and, and showcase himself into the first round because this guy this guy is the next Alvin Kamara. What about that Alabama front against, again, a precocious uh, LSU offensive line with, again, so many young players, especially at the tackle position, that have really come into their own over the last three weeks? Yeah, I mean, that's what you're worried about. I mean, you're worried about the, the young offensive line going against Alabama's, you know, front seven. and But teams have been able to neutralize them throughout the season, uh, Anderson's not having a great year. Teams have learned how to to neutralize him. He's not having a year he had last season, which was an all-world season. But, uh, you know, um, it's just one of those things where, Biggie, you need to be able to know where you're going with the ball, get the ball out of your hand quick, and challenge the DBs. You know, get over, you know, throw through or over the, the front seven and get them backpedaling. And then you can get your running game open. I mean, the thing that's opened up since Daniels has has blossomed into a passer is LSU's running game. And we talked about this earlier. There's no big time SEC running back right now with LSU, but he, Daniels' ability to throw the ball has loosened up defenses to where now they can't put eight in the box, nine in the box. So now you can run the ball up. And I love the way Josh Williams runs. I mentioned last week. It reminds me of Jacob Hester. No business. Mm-hmm. No fooling yep. around. Yep. Get the ball, low, low center of gravity, get as many yards as you can straight ahead. And, and, they, and they may have Emery back this week. And, look, we've been waiting on Emery forever, but this would be a great breakout game for him if he ultimately, again, with his athleticism, can make something happen. Well, they, they, Emery had like an 85-yard touchdown run on him a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So he's got the ability. We all know Emery's got the ability. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of him being able to stay on the field. And listen, when he's been when he's played this season, he's been a game. Uh, he's affected the game big time, especially the Auburn game. Right, Mike. Um, who do you like? It's the homer in me. I know it, but I'm picking LSU. I just think Alabama's ripe for the picking this season. They've come close to losing to, to Texas. They came close to losing out to A and M. A and M, right? Arkansas came back on them. Uh, you know, Tennessee beat them. That was a right. back and forth game, but I, I don't know. I just think you can do business uh, passing the ball on, on Alabama, and um, with the home crowd, that you're going to have to overcome a lot of things, especially some close calls by the officials. But I think, uh, I think in the end, LSU pulls it out. You know, Mike, I, I, I got the same feeling i mean i i i think it's a homer in me but it's just something tells me that uh that kelly's going to have this team ready with two weeks to prepare 
and they're going to be prepared to be able to counter what Alabama does as well. And if, and if they can stay away from self-inflicted mistakes, as they've done the last few weeks, uh, and it's not a repeat of what we saw against Tennessee where they're deer in the headlights because it's a big game against a big program, uh, I think they got they got a puncher's chance to be able to win on, on Saturday night. Um, and with that, especially if that home crowd stays behind them, uh, it could be a special night in Baton Rouge. Well, you see, that's, a, that's the thing. Now that you have a coach like Brian Kelly who can self-scout his team, uh, figure out what he can project and say, look, this won't work against Bama, or this will work against Bama. And I think uh, in the past, I mean, Les Miles, just, I guess he just went on Come vacation on. during the bye week. And, uh, you know, and, and the last couple of years under Ogeron, except for 19, he was just, they were just brutally outcoached. And um, so you're not going to be outcoached Saturday. I doubt yep. if you're outcoached that's, that's or outprepared. Yep. What's that? I said that's a guarantee. I think that's a guarantee yeah, yeah. there. I don't think you'll be outprepared by Saban. I don't think anybody is bet- – mm-hmm. I don't think anybody. I think Kelly's as good as anybody is preparing the team right. to play. He's as close to Saban as you're going to get with Saban. I mean, and that's been since day one. And, when he came and yeah, in. I mean, listen, uh, his proof's in the pudding, man. He's won everywhere he's been, and I mean, yep. you could talk about yeah, but he was here or he was there, but he has won. Yep. And it, it looks like he's on the he's on the track. He's on a fast track here at LSU. I mean, if LSU wins this game, they're kind of playing with house money, Brian Kelly's first season. and Sure. Nobody you know, expects but, it. But Exactly. I mean, this is, this is a nice treat. I'm thinking let's get seven, eight wins this year and build mm-hmm. on it with a nice recruit class. But if they can win this game. Huh. You're in the catbird seat for the SEC championship game. Yeah, they're in line <laughs> for Atlanta because then you just got to right. beat Arkansas and A&M. And A&M. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, huge game, no doubt about it. All right, Mike Mazzana is with us for Zano Football Podcast. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump into some Tulane. Uh, the Wave's got a big, big uh, month ahead of them. And, of course, uh, there's a lot of talk about college game day coming to uh, Yeoman next week uh, for the UCF game. They're one of three finalists. You've got to beat Tulsa to make that happen. And, and, of course, again, this is one of those games where this game and the SMU game can't be look-ahead games, can't be trap games, can't be sandwich games. You've got to be ready to play. Michael, give us his synopsis we come back, then we'll get into some Saints. And, yes, we're going to talk about Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. We're going to talk a bit about what's going on with Mike Thomas and, of course, the Pelicans as well. All coming up here on Inside New Orleans, brought to you by our friends at the William Grant Family Distillers, uh, independent family distillers since 1887. Reach for a William Grant product. Uh, again, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Uh, if you're looking for a generator for your home or your business, Burkhardt has you covered. First of all, you're increasing your property value by getting a generator at your home. You get the peace of mind of knowing that if the power goes out, no matter whether it's a storm or, again, just, again, the, the fact that the grid is compromised here in South Louisiana, you're going to have power. And then, of course, at Burkhardt, they make it so easy for you. Jason Burkhardt comes to your home or your business, sits down with you, does a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator. He's not trying to hard sell you. He's going to educate you on what, on what the options are. If you know what the options are, it's going to be a quick meeting because then all you have to do is figure out, again, when you want to have that installed because they have single-day installs. Uh, if you want to finance it over time with low monthly notes or you want to 
pay it all up front. At, at Burkhardt, again, they'll give you a single-day install. Uh, and, of course, they do the whole process for you. Permits, inspection, planning, their dedicated generator team are the best. They know everything about uh, generators and how they need to be uh, uh, stationed at your home. So, again, they're, they're set up safely. And then, of course, when it comes to service after the sale, it's impeccable. First of all, maintain that generator for you year-round. So, again, that it's working and it continues to work. You have to maintain it like you maintain a car engine. And then, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service with all the parts you need stocked at uh, Burkhardt's um, uh, compound in Mandeville. They are waiting for you to call them right now because they have a generator waiting for you. Uh, they have a warehouse, warehouse full of generators with your name on it. All you got to do is call. Generac Generators and Burkhardt, they're hand-in-hand. Hand. They're the best. You listen, uh, again, uh, remember, acpromise.com. That's Burkhardt when it comes to generator, acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Halloween is over, but hiring is still scary. Indeed's end-to-end solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Sponsor a job and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit. Look out for delays solid if you're traveling 10 eastbound from Loyola to Veterans. And delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high-rise. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from City Park to just past the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection, your delays are steady from Stomp Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays solid if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And look out for accidents, Canal at Convention Center Boulevard, also North Robertson at Music in Nashville at Chapatula's and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have handle. 
If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive offers a great price and round-the-clock protection when bundling home and auto. It's one of those rare times when you could save money and get something great. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is, uh, again, the William Grant family still this Friday extravaganza. Don't forget about Batch and Bottle. That's right, Batch and Bottle. Uh, it is, the again, part of the ready-to-drink cocktail scene. Uh, William Grant has jumped in with, again, Reka, Rhubarb Cosmopolitan, Henrik's Gin Martini, Monkey Shoulder Lazy Old Fashioned, and Glenn Fitted Scotch Martini. Again, the first of all, you got the, uh, the spirits of William Grant that is the base for, for, these, um, uh, for, these, for these cocktails. And, of course, ready, ready to, um, uh, to drink means, again, that you can drink them right out the bottle. They're ready to go. Incredible flavor profile. Uh, it's pretty easy. They also have a cork. Uh, top on the bottle, so again, you could you could take that with you. You could pour one drink, put it back in the ice if you'd like. But it's perfect for tailgating a party. So again, remember when you go to your favorite beer store, reach for batch and bottle. Uh, again, uh, with the ready-to-drink cocktail from again William Grant's Family Distillers. All right, uh, Mike Mazan continues with us again from Zan on Football Podcast. We talked Tulane and Mike. How great is it to look at the standings and see the Greenies undefeated at the top of the AAC standings? Uh, again, with UCF coming in at three. And one Cincinnati at three and one, two of their big opponents uh, in, in November, but taking on a Tulsa team right now that is one and three, three and five overall, and uh, a, a team that they are better than and, and they should beat, but a team they've had problems with in the past. Your thoughts on this weekend? Tulsa's beaten them at home seven out of the last eight times they've played. Uh, I know they've had better teams, and Tulane's had worse teams at the time they played, but. Um, I just think this is a different type of Tulane team. I think they're mature. Um, Coach Fritz has them with a winner's attitude. In other words, don't take your opponent lightly. Respect your opponent. It doesn't matter what their record is. And all he's got to do is go back and point to the Southern Miss game and say we came in on a high horse thinking we were going to beat them, and look what happened. So with Tulsa, you can toss out the records. But I think overall, if Tulane plays their game, then they shouldn't have any problem. But that's the thing. You don't know if they're going to – you're not quite sure with Tulane yet. they got to prove it a little bit more that they're going to be able to handle the success they've been having. But, I mean, I don't know. It just looks like – the last few weeks, not only have they been winning, but they've matured. They look like right. they're they're growing up. And, and, and you know, 
playing like it, playing like they should. And USM might have, again, it was a non-conference loss. This may have been, again, the elixir for the future, meaning that no doubt. They're not going. They're not going to. They're not going to. They're not going to. going to fall asleep on Tulsa. They're not going to fall asleep on SN. They understand what's in front of them with again all four conference games that give them a chance to be able to be the the, the regular season champions and to get into that championship game because we know that both UCF at home and and, and Cincinnati on the road are going to be tough games for the, for the Greenies. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, um, listen, Tulane. The next two games they they shouldn't have any, they should not have any trouble with, which which uh, leads you to the Cincinnati game. I get is the Cincinnati before it, 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 it it's Tulsa US UCS Tulsa on the road UCF at home th- okay, a quick so, turnaround at you at US uh, at SMU on Thursday night and then they got the like the ten day break before they go to Cincinnati to finish out the you. season. Okay, gotcha. So they got three games in less than two weeks, and then they got ten days off, and they play. Cincinnati. So, so I mean, so so you win this week, and then you set up a big possible ESPN showdown with Central Florida, and um, you know have them at home, and hopefully, you know, take care of business. But I think Tulane yep. should just worry about this week. Don't even look yep. forward to Cincinnati. One and zero. One like like yeah, Fritz has been been preaching. One and zero. Yeah, they have the team yeah. to do it, and I think they also learned a little something from from two weeks ago in letting Memphis back in the game after they after they had them down what thirty five to nothing at half. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, you know, I, I think mean, that's a learning were, experience for them as well. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. Let, let's let's talk let, let's talk Saints, but before we do that, Mike, I just got to get off my chest, and I, and I know you do too. Um, I mean, the, last night the Hootout Hootout Nation collectively threw up after Gardner Johnson <laughs> again NFL leading fifth interception. Uh, I told you this earlier today when we were talking before the show. John Singler of Saints Wire reported today that uh, Dennis Allen was trying to patch up the rift between the organization and Gardner Johnson over the contract and sitting out uh, on those reps in training camp. The meeting turned very, very heated. Okay, well, I guess that's being nice about it. And and then Allen okayed the move to trade Gardner Johnson. I mean, this is just so messed up on so many levels, Mike, because first of all, as a head coach, you can't let a quality player go because you got into an argument with him or he wouldn't listen or maybe he was embarrassing you in your first foray as, as again, the head coach of the Saints. Uh, and and I, I believe that Allen lost his defense this year. And it took, again, Kamara standing up in that locker room last week and, and calling out every single one of those players for this defense to look within itself and to start playing, Okay. Uh, and and we saw that performance last week. On top of that, I mean, how could Allen? Allen was his position coach. They how many safeties have they gone through? And then of course going out and getting May May and and uh, and Matthew this year. How did they not even think to put this guy at safety? This guy is going to get votes as an All Pro safety this year. Okay, and then and insult to injury. Look at who number two and number three are in in, in interceptions this year. Oh, by the way, Von Bell, Marcus Williams. So it's it's C.J. Gardner, Von Bell, Marcus Williams all have more interceptions than the Saints team as a whole, and they're one, two, three in terms of interception in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, on so many levels, it's just a bad situation. I mean, look, first of all, if management tells me as a coach a week before the, I'm ready to start my my opening game, uh, I would say, look, y'all need to get somebody else. I'm not going to be an intermediary right now. I'm not negoti- I'm not a negotiator. Okay, that's Mickey Loomis's job, and and his agent. I am the coach. 
I'm not going to pull a player on the side two weeks before we start a season after we've been through all the off season. And it's, and you see everyone has noted who watched practices how involved Gardner Johnson was vocally and, and demonstrably in practice as far as being a leader. And to trade him less than two weeks before the season opener is a gut punch. I mean, I was telling you, I felt a, a, a sickness in my stomach when I heard he was straight. Just imagine how his buddies on the team felt, his co- his teammates. I mean, they were that was a that's a brotherhood. Those guys, and for the coach to kind of everybody, I said it when it happened. All eyes are on Allen. Like, dude, you don't have our back. You got management's back. You're gonna now. We know that he was trying to be an intermediary between management and the team with with, with Johnson. Uh uh-uh. uh, uh, you know, it just stinks on all levels. And the, and then to go ahead and trade him because you got your feelings hurt because Johnson wouldn't listen to you and whatever was talked about in the meeting. Uh, right. And then you trade him to the Eagles. You get nothing for him, and now he's leading. Nothing got garbage. It, it just got garbage for him. And, and I said, I would have told if I'm. If I'm in charge, I'm telling Mickey Loomis, don't do anything until the season's over, okay? We need him. He's one of our best players. But for some reason, they had to – I don't know why they felt like they had to absolutely, to save the team, get rid of Gardner Johnson. It just makes no sense at all. None. Zero. None. And if you were smart enough to put him at safety like the Eagles were – you're not worried about Marcus Williams being second in the league in interceptions. He's back no. there kicking butt. So exactly. This looks How do you not see life. that if you're Dennis Allen? You're the position. You're the position coach. How do you not see that? You know, well, I mean, I you get Rich, defensive coordinator. Richard, you've, been, you've been a position coach. You've been a defensive back position coach your whole yeah. career. So you know that you're you're staying in touch. With what's going on back there, right? How do you not see that? That's mind-blowing. And then the Mike Thomas thing. Mike, let me say this right now. I'm disgusted with Thomas, uh, not, not because he's injury-prone, because, because we've seen this now at least twice, okay, where it's cost him the better part of three seasons because he's allowed injuries to heal on their own with treatment instead of opting for the surgery immediately. Yeah. To, like, that way he could repair the injury, start the rehab, and got back on the field and, again, uh, made good the investment that the Saints made in him that, uh, that – you know, the kind of commitment they made. I'm not mad at him for being injury, getting an injury. I'm mad at him that, again, that once again, he waited and waited and waited and hoping it would heal on its own, and it didn't, and he's lost another season. Yeah. That's such a great point. I mean, if you if you just go ahead and do what's necessarily necessary when the injury happens, then you might be, you might be coming off a of rehab now and get ready to, Get ready to go in game. Get ready to be on the field. Right. Yeah. Now you wait and you wait and you wait, and then you say, oh, we're going to have surgery, and now you lose another season. Um, That's another situation that's been – look, Michael Thomas' situation has been mishandled since the C.D. Deuce fight in training camp. I mean, it it has been – Great point. One disaster after another with him. And you almost feel like you'll never see him in the Saints uniform again. I don't know, but he's not going anywhere as far as trades. I mean, we know that because of the right. cap hit. So, 
it's either going to be he either has to come back next season and ball out, or he's got to do it. You know, he's going to get hurt again. But to me, right. I would move on from Thomas in such a way that I'm going to start building my wide receiver core, not even counting on him. And if he's available, then that's a bonus. But I mean, I'm as far as tra- right, yeah. drafting yep. or picking up free agents or maybe making a trade. I'm going to act as though I'm not having him anymore on my team because you can't you yep. can't count on him. I mean, his just his body's just not holding up. And yeah, uh, I agree. Sean made a great point about uh, he's just not in football shape anymore. He just his body's not used to the to grind. No, not used and, to the uh, pounding anything. I mean, that's why yeah. the, the the have the I get it. You know, look, Brandon Ingram's the same way. Brandon Ingram doesn't want to the, – the, the, the knock on Brandon Ingram, again, the, the quiet knock is Brandon Ingram doesn't want to play unless he's 100%. Well, you can't do that in professional sports. You've got to get out there because nobody's 100%. In Michael Thomas's case, when you have an injury and you've got a history now, you've got to be able to have that surgery early, get it over with. You're not going to get the homopathic or, again, you know, just allow things to heal on its own. This could be a Liz Frank injury, according to uh, Jimmy Detail Smith that came on the program this week. Uh, and, I mean, how you going to let a Liz Frank injury hang on, uh, uh, heal on its yeah. own? Give me a break here. And it just it makes, it makes zero sense. Mike, if you don't mind, I'd like to hold you over in, in, into, into um, uh, the next hour uh, for about five minutes. I want you to give me your take sure. on, on, the, on the Ravens and the Saints, what you think is sure. going to happen on Monday night. Do you have time? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so look, we're going to have to break here because I don't want to fall behind. Let me break, uh, and we'll wrap up hour number one. As we come out of hour number two, Mike's going to stay with us, give us his take on, on, on Saints Baltimore, and then, and then we'll go straight into Fletcher Mackle of, uh, of Channel 6 Sports. He'll join us at, uh, at 5.15. So you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, again, don't forget about my friends over at, at Southern Tire, Hickory Airline, and Metairie. Yes, right, they're open on Saturdays for you. Yeah, they could close on the weekends like some like some companies do. But, again, it's a family-owned and operated business. They know that you got a lot of things going on in your life during the week, and sometimes you just can't get to the mechanic shop before the weekend. Uh, so, again, they're open for you Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. They're open late, see? Saturdays from 8 to 3. Uh, they'll take care of your tires. Again, they have the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Also, again, if you've got problems with the engine, they got the latest diagnostic equipment uh, that you get at the dealership without the dealership sticker shop crisis. And, of course, again, a certified mechanics that have been with, uh, with again, the Piazza family for years and years and years. You want a company you can trust when it comes to your vehicle? Trust the Piazza family at Southern Tire. Uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, uh, again, uh, since 1972. Again, remember, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Uh, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers. That's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway. 
also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Imagine this. You've been hurt in a car crash, but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for what you need for your injuries. You realize you should have called a lawyer, but how can you afford one now? At Dudley DeBosier, that call is free, and we are the only law firm in the state with the no-fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2213578. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 each and every weekday right here on uh, 106.1 FM. Again, don't forget about uh, Batch and Bottle. This weekend, perfect weekend for it. Heading up to Baton Rouge, doing a little tailgate. Maybe again, Saints Monday night, doing a little tailgating. Batch and Bottle, again, the ready-to-drink cocktail scene has been taken over by William Grant's Batch and Bottle. Rachel Rhubarb Cosmopolitan, uh, Batch and Bottle Hendrix Gin Martini, Batch and Bottle uh, Monkey Shoulder Lazy Old Fashion, Batch and Bottle Glen Finish Scotch Manhattan. You're not going to beat it. Fantastic flavor. And, of course, backing that up with those incredible William Grant Spirits. Uh, again, reach for one today at your favorite spirit store. You'll be the toast of the party, and it's so easy. Come on, it's Batch and Bottle. 
So, again, remember Batch and Bottle this weekend when you're tailgating. That's Batch and Bottle by William Grant. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Michael Sands will be held over about five minutes in the, in the second hour to uh, talk to him a little bit about Saints and Ravens. And then we'll go to Fletcher Backle, Channel 6 Sports. We'll finish up with Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. Thanks to Mike Scarborough for joining us for the program. My name is Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Broadcast 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Afternoon and welcome back to uh, Inside New Orleans, hour number two of Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. It still is Friday extravaganza. Remember, reach for a William Grant product, uh, especially again with a great weekend of football in front of us. Uh, you want if you're going to your favorite tailgating uh, uh, party again, you're looking to be able to uh, get with friends or family. Uh, remember again, the hottest spirits on the market: Henry's Gym, Lago Tequila, Rake Vodka. Again, uh, you can't beat them. Also, Henrik's uh, Neptunia Gin, only around for a, a, a short period of time. Uh, again, fantastic spirits. Ask your favorite mixologist. Ask your favorite um, uh, favorite spirit store. Uh, one of the, especially again, those that are very very versed in spirits. About again about these fantastic spirits, and then of course. 
Uh, the scotches speak for themselves. Again, all award-winning scotches, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Grand, the Grand Spendlin Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, and, of course, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. If you love Irish Whiskey, we have the second-largest-selling Irish Whiskey in all the world. Tell them or do Irish Whiskey. Uh, don't forget about Drambouille. You can't make a rusty nail without Drambouille. Uh, the bourbon portfolio consists of a uh, fistful of bourbon whiskey and Hudson bourbon whiskey. Fantastic bourbons for you at a great price, by the way. Also, again, Sailor Jerry Rum and also Florida Kanye. Nicaraguan rum round out uh, the uh, rum category. And, of course, every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.goddardtroops.org, uh, taking care of active military members, retired military members, and their family. You can give directly to uh, the God Foundation, www.goddardtroops.org, over $200,000 in financial aid given out since 2012. Or you can buy a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum because of uh, the pro- proceeds of the purchase of every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum in Louisiana goes to the God Foundation, helping active military members, retired military members, and their family with living expenses, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, and even necessary home repairs. Reach for uh, William Grant product. Reach for Sailor Jerry Rum, and you're helping out those that, again, have served us. Uh, again, that's William Grant, independent family still since 1887, and a proud sponsor of our Friday program. Mike Mazan with us for a couple more minutes uh, before we go to Fletcher Mackle at 515 and then uh, Glenn Gilbo uh, at uh, 535. Mike, uh, welcome back. Want to get your take since we ran out of time and we had Mike Scarborough a little bit earlier on the um, on the Saints-Ravens. Huge game for the Saints after, again, a great win against uh, uh, Las Vegas uh, last Sunday. Talk about uh, the Saints and their chances of, uh, of taking it to the uh, Ravens on Sunday night. I'm oh, sorry, Monday night in the Dome. Um, uh, test for the Saints because what you want to see is you want to see the Saints. Of course, you want to see them build on the win against Las Vegas. And I'm going to say about the Ravens, what I said about Alabama. Usually the Ravens are this team that's physically imposing on defense and it makes you uh, succumb to their will. But that not so much this year. They've been giving up a lot of points, especially in the second half in the fourth quarter. Lamar Jackson uh, is somebody that can hurt you, but you, but he's it's been shown that if you got the right game plan against him, which is to say you kind of don't want to – I don't think you want to rush him so much to where you, you force him out of the pocket. I think you want to keep him in the pocket as much as you can and because he's not an accurate passer. And um, I think if you can do that and you can get that dome rocking like the Saints on Monday night. Look, I'm the Sean Payton. I don't care who was coming to town. Sean Payton, Drew Brees, if, who, who was coming to town on Monday night was going home with a loss, generally speaking. I mean, more times than not. Uh, because the, under the lights, the Saints were fantastic. You want to get some of that atmosphere back Monday. And if you can get a couple of false starts, you can just get Davenport and, and Jordan coming off the edge just a little bit quicker because the, the tackles can't hear the quarterback and give them that one-step advantage, uh, you know, that would help. And I, I think offensively, I think it'll be fine. I think Dalton has, has uh, solidified his position as the starting quarterback. Uh, they're showing week after week they don't really miss Michael Thomas that much. I mean, he, uh, 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 Chris Olave yes. has becoming the third, the move-the-chains guy plus the big play guy. He's got potential for both uh, possession and big play receiver. 
Uh, you know, Holloway's been playing well. If we can get Smith, the same thing get Traquan Smith to to be a little more consistent with his hands, man, they'll be they'll be right there. So, well, you got Kamara, the possibility Jarvis Landry may be back. So, yeah, yeah. Well, Landry, well, that would be a bonus. I'm telling you, uh, Dalton has moved right in, and he's running that offense. I think he's been running it, you know, really, really well compared right. to how Winston did in the beginning of the season where it just didn't look like it would just look disjointed. Like, it just wasn't it wasn't happening. And, uh, you know, Dalton great, you know, but he's more than a game manager. He can make you a few plays, and he's going to go where – he's going to, you know, put the ball where it needs to be. Like, he's going to go to the right receiver. Yes. So, I think offensively this ain't going to be fun. I think on defense, man, you just got to get a couple of stops. Maybe get a turnover to – Get some short fields and put pressure on Baltimore's offense to have to throw the ball and score a touchdown. Who do you like on on Monday night? I love the Saints, man. I, I really do. Uh, now maybe I'm just being a homer, but I think I think this is this is the, the moment we're going to see what this season's going to be like. They can take away some of the sins of the earlier part of the season by winning Monday night. And then getting on a little roll here. The, the division is absolutely in their sights. So you don't have to you don't have to win thirteen games to win a division this year. Right. This, uh, this year. So, I mean, uh, um, you know, they they still play Atlanta. They still play Tampa. They still play Carolina. So yeah, they're all in front of means out of the uh, division race. But they uh, have to. I agree. I think they have to win Monday. Just yep, so do I. And I think they, they don't have self-inflicted mistakes. I think they can win. I mean, that's been, yeah. the, been the key. I mean, you know, don't turn do, the ball I, I, over, I, create I turnovers, don't hurt yourself. And remember, remember, Eric, I mentioned early in the season, game things like that, they tend to even out over a course of a season. Mm-hmm. And you just, you know, the turnovers and the bad breaks, you just hope that they start coming your way before it's too late. And you saw last week, I mean, they had a couple of nice plays. They didn't have any turnovers. They created one. Uh, and they should have had uh, Matthew should have had a pick six, but right. um, you know it is what it is. And I, I just think, I think the Ravens' offense is better than the Ravens' offense, but Lamar Jackson is a better, more more of a threat than Derek Carr. Yep, no doubt. Mike, tell us about your fantastic podcast. How they can, how folks can get it, and how they can follow you on social media. Fazano Football on the Anchor app. You can get it on Anchor, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, all of them. They come on. It, 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 it's available on all platforms. As always, my friend, thanks so much for being with us. I uh, look forward to talk to you again next Friday. Oh, I can't wait. There Have he is. Mike, always. Mike Vazan, Fazano Football Podcast. Always a pleasure, my friend. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're looking for a new air system. Remember, Burkhardt, ask about their 25% introduction guarantee. Remember, the uh, new ACs are energy efficient, so you're going to save money with your electric bill every single month. And, of course, the way, again, power bills are going up. Uh, if you're in the market for a new system, make sure you contact my friends at Burkhardt. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, doesn't matter where you live. Burkhardt is just a stone's throw away from you with, again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, strategically set up all over the metropolitan area to get to you quickly. And when it comes to installing an AC system at your home or your business, 
business. Uh, they got a they got a crew, and again, that's dedicated. That's all they do is install air conditioning systems. So again, if you're looking for a company you can trust, a company is going to do the job right for you. Never gouge you, never cheat you. Treating your home like their home, treating your business like their business. It's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. It is the William Grant family still this Friday extravaganza. Again, reach for a William Grant product. Don't forget about batch and bottle. Again, it's perfect for a tailgate. Uh, batch and bottle, uh, Raycon Rhubarb Cosmopolitan. Batch and bottle, Henrik's Gin Martini. Batch and bottle, Monkey Shoulder Lazy Old Fashioned. And batch and bottle, Glenfiddich Scotch Manhattan. All are perfect. Come in these beautiful um, uh, black bottles with, again, a corkscrew top. So that, again, all you got to do is pop that top in when you're not using it. Uh, set them up in the ice at your favorite tailgating party or party. And it's a ready-made cocktail for you with William Grant Spirits. You can't beat it. It's part of the William Grant Portfolio Spirits. Uh, and, of course, they're taking the ready-to-drink cocktail scene by storm. It's Batch and Bottle by our friends at William Grant. All right, joining us in the program now from Channel 6 Sports, Fletcher Mackle is with us. Fletch, how you doing, buddy? I am doing well, Eric. Thanks for having me. Good to have you, my friend. First of all, let's talk some Pels. Tonight, a lot of fans may be a little bit let down because, again, the uh, the Warriors sit a lot of their stars. But nevertheless, again, uh, hopefully, again, this will give maybe the Pels an opportunity to maybe sit Brandon and also Herb Jones another day uh, with a back-to-back against Atlanta tomorrow. Well, what are your thoughts on tonight's game uh, with Golden State? Um, I don't know if they sit those guys. Here's the reason why. Yes. Yeah. One, I agree with you. It's disappointing for the fans. I think the NBA has got to start to look into this a little bit because they're not sitting out with injury. They're sitting out with rest. So that's a tough thing given the fact that, you know, this is a hot ticket, a Friday night, uh, a primo ticket, and the Warriors are the Warriors. They're the dynasty franchise of the last decade. And Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins are all sitting out for rest, um, which stinks for the fans. It's good for the Pelicans because it's basically the Santa Cruz Warriors. That would be their G League team. They're playing all their young players in backup. So the Pelicans, look, at the end of the season, the Western Conference is ridiculously tough. I I remember back to 2018. The teams that finished 4, 5, and 6 all had identical records, and it came down to tiebreakers on on how they were sorted out. I think the Pelicans are a playoff team. I think the Pelicans are a top 6 playoff team, maybe even a top 4. But that's going to come down to one or two wins maybe at the end of the season. So I'm glad for the Pelicans that they get a win. And I think this is a good game to bring back Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones, even if it's limited minutes. And even if in the second half you may have a double-digit lead, you can, you can play them limited minutes. But get them back tonight. Then tomorrow maybe they'll be more full tilt. And then they got three on the road. They play Atlanta in the, at the Pacers and then Chicago. So, um, so again, I, I don't think sitting them another game is the way to go. They were listed as probable. I think it would be good mm-hmm. to get them back out there since they both missed, you know, several games now in the entire West Coast road trip. This team's got to be motivated, especially after Willie Green called them out after the Los Angeles Laker loss. That was a loss that, again, that shouldn't have happened. They, they should have been ready to play, and they were not. Uh, so I'm expecting them, even if, if Golden State would have had their full uh, 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 complement of players, to come out aggressive and ready to play tonight. i got to believe they're going to be. Yeah, I agree. And look, Willie Green said after that Lakers game, they didn't deserve to win that game, and he's right. The, the one thing that's upsetting is, they didn't deserve to win because they played so, so poorly. But they still overcame a double-digit deficit and should have won the game. 
Look, Dyson Daniels is a 19-year-old rookie. I think he's going to end up being a really nice rotational player for them. If he makes one of two free throws with a second and a half left, the game's over. They, I mean, there's no four-point shot. The, the Lakers don't even have a chance at that miracle from Matt Ryan to hit it at the horn and send it to overtime. So I, I think the fact that they scratched and clawed and got back into it, but it should leave a bad taste in their mouth because, like Willie Green said, they shouldn't have. They they didn't deserve to win that game. If they would have won it, I think they would have liked it, and they could have built in a positive way. They didn't deserve to win that game, and the fact that they lost is probably a nice reset and refocus mm-hmm. for this for this team. I hope they come out early and throttle the the Golden State JV, and, and yes. it's not even a game in the second half. Yeah, I would agree with you. Saints Ravens Monday night. Saints coming off their best performance of of the uh, of the the year. What are your thoughts on this game? This is, this is a game that's going to tell me a lot about the Saints. That's my opinion. I think the Raiders are terrible. I think the Raiders are an awful team, and they're going the wrong way. I think the Ravens are the exact opposite. I think the Ravens are one of the most ascending teams in the NFL. If I had to pick two teams that I am really high on, ascending and being one of these second-half-of-the-season teams, it would be the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are 5-3. and three. All three of their losses have been by four points or fewer. They could be 8-0, 7-1. They've got a, a, a MVP in the league from a couple of years ago in Lamar Jackson. They just made a big deal to get one of the best linebackers in football, Roquan Smith, because they think they're going the right way and are a Super Bowl contender. They're in first place in the AFC North. All that being said, the Saints just played their best game. The Saints we saw against the Raiders, that's the team that I saw in training camp. The defense, the execution and efficiency on offense from Andy Dalton, Kamara doing Kamara things. If they can string together another game like we saw against the Raiders and beat a team that I think is pretty good in Baltimore, I will start to be convinced that the second half could be special for the Saints and maybe the team that we all thought they were will be there when the playoffs come around. Now, if you get if you're sloppy again in penalties and turnovers and you just get beat by a better team, well, then maybe I'll say it's going to be one of these, you know, roller coaster up and down, mm-hmm. win one, lose one, and you probably finish seven and ten, eight and nine. It, it does just a feel that, and look, it's hard to gauge it, but based off what we saw last week, you, you hope it's something that again, because they're talented, and then again, there was just something missing with this team. Uh, you know, again, a lot of speculation on what it what it was, you know, or but they, if they don't hurt themselves they're going to win most games because they have that kind of talent on offense and defense. Well, look, I said earlier this year when I thought Jameis Winston was the starter, I, I drew the parallel to last year's 49ers. Last year's 49ers had an awesome defense. They had solid skill guys in, in Kittle and Debo Samuel. They had a stout offensive line, and they had a good game manager in Jimmy Garoppolo. They got into the playoffs, and they ended up in the NFC Championship game. That's what I thought the Saints could be. Now, obviously, they were so bad and so sloppy early, it derailed itself a little bit the, the, the same season. But look, Andy Dalton was efficient and effective. He wasn't spectacular, and he's never going to be spectacular. His best years are behind him. But if he can get the ball to Olave, get the ball to Kamara, get the ball to Taysom Hill in that, that trick pony role, and if the defense plays like it did, mm-hmm. creating that kind of pressure, getting a turnover – this team has a chance to be an ascending team in the second half. But I've got to see it more than one week against the team sure. that I think is going the wrong way. Again, if the Saints, if the Saints can win this one and, and look like they did against the Raiders, I think they'll be able to go and beat 
uh, a Steelers team that's rebuilding with a rookie quarterback mm-hmm. and even their record at five and five and then potentially win this division down the stretch. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, again, they have to prove it for a second week in a row and then continue to be able to play uh, at, at the level that they played against against the Raiders. All right, Tulane, big month for them. Um, at Tulsa, UCF uh, uh, at, at home in the, in, the, in the game after that, then a quick turnaround to SMU on a Thursday night, and then uh, at Cincinnati to end out the season. They can't look ahead. they got to be, again, focused on the game at hand. With that said, Tulsa, Tulane, your thoughts? Yeah, this better not be – a trap game because on paper, it's got all the makings of quote unquote trap game. Tulane's coming off a bye. They just got ranked for the first time ever in the college football playoff rankings. They're riding high at seven and one, four and oh in conference. And they got a monster matchup against UCF that could be a, a college game day experience. If, if they win and ESPN comes here, it'll be the first time game days ever come to Tulane. This has the makings of a trap game. Three and five, Tulsa. Tulane's the better team. But, you know, I saw earlier this year Tulane, you know, I covered the Southern Miss game. Tulane opened up with, with the rental wins against UMass and Alcorn. They then went to K-State and got the, one of the biggest wins in program history uh, against the Power Five program. And then looking ahead to, to Houston, Houston at the time was still a pretty good program. And they overlooked the Southern Miss team that they thought was rebuilding and no good. Tulane was the better team, top to bottom. But Southern Miss was the grittier, guttier team and popped them that night. That can't happen this week. You know, Tulane's got to beat Tulsa. And then it gets really serious against UCF. You know, it's UCF, then a short week against SMU. And then they've right. got the Black Friday game against, against Cincinnati. Don't mm-hmm. overlook Tulsa. I don't care if you win by one or 50. You better just beat Tulsa and get ready for Central Florida. Because, again, you're the better team. And, and this shouldn't. I hope it's not a trap game. Yeah, me too. Fletch, I, I watched, I've watched UCF and Cincinnati a few times this year. I saw them last week against each other. They are beatable teams. I mean, Tulane can win, can, can beat those teams if they don't have self-inflicted wounds, if they continue to play like they've been playing. I, I agree. I, look, I've, seen, I, I've covered three of Tulane's games this year, so I've watched every snap of three of their games this year, and, and I think they're a really good team. I mean, look, they – the, the coaches are coming up with a good game plan, and they are buying it and executing it at a very high level. And now they have extreme confidence that it's one thing when the coaches are saying, trust it, go with it. I think early it was like, okay, we see it, we're executing it. Now the confidence has grown in this team. And so, yeah, I agree. I think Tulane could win the conference and play in the Cotton Bowl in, uh, in, 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 you know, to start off Amazing. the year. Amazing. This that would be just amazing. Number number six travels to number ten. Alabama versus LSU in a big game. Uh, the weather people are now saying that the rain will be out of there by two thirty in Baton Rouge tomorrow, so it ought to be a dry track for LSU Alabama. Break it down for us. Yeah, look, I think it's going to be a good game. I still think Bama's the better team. I think what Brian Kelly's done this year is pretty great. If you're not a Brian Kelly guy, for some of the people who aren't sold on him, you need to get sold on him. The guy can coach. The guy can build a program. I mean, Vegas had their over-under at six and a half. Um, it, you know, he may get to nine wins this year. I just think they're a year away from going toe-to-toe with the Bamas. Look, the, the teams that they are equal footing with or just slightly close to, maybe like Ole Miss was slightly better than them, and I would say a team like Florida was slightly worse than them, I think LSU is going to beat all those teams. But Tennessee, I was at the Tennessee game. Tennessee's got a chance to win it all. And, and LSU wasn't ready for them. 
I, I don't think this is a great Bama team, but I think it's a team that is, is playoff caliber and is better than LSU. I, I don't think it's going to be something like we saw two years ago in 2020 when, when Bama came in and dropped 45 at half and could have scored 80 if they'd have kept their foot on the accelerator and they beat LSU like 55-17 or something. I think this is going to be a game. I just think in the end, Bama is, is too good of a team to fall LSU would have to play the game of the season, and I don't believe they can do it because I saw Tennessee come in and was just too good for them. So I think that it's not going to be as lopsided as it was against Tennessee, but I think in the end, Bama wins. Uh, we have, a, we have a, um, a, a question from a listener online that wants to know about the Saints. Uh, well, asked if it would take an 8-9 and nine or a 9-8 and eight season to win the NFC South this year. What are your thoughts? I mean, it could. I, I certainly think nine and eight could win the NFC South. Now, look, do the Saints go on a five-game winning streak and get to ten and seven? Sure. Could Tampa go on a five-game winning streak? Sure. I, I still don't believe. I think Carolina is is done. Even though they're going to play hard, they fired their coach, they benched their quarterback, they traded their best player. I think they want to go the wrong way to get the high draft pick. And look, I love Arthur Smith and, and Terry Fontenot. Terry Fontenot, I thought was a great executive here in New Orleans. And, and I think the best is yet to come for him in Atlanta. I just don't know. Every game they play is gritty, gutty. I don't know if they can break through. I, I think the teams to watch in the NFC South are the Saints in the box. And I, I think that 9-8 and eight could end up winning this division. But who knows? Maybe one of these teams gets hot and uh, mm-hmm. it gets to 10 or 11 wins. I, just, I still think when the dust settles, this is a bad year for the NFC South. And the winner is probably going to be one playoff team that goes 9-8. and eight. I want to ask you this before I let you go. Uh, a lot of, um, uh, of diff- differing opinions on Michael Thomas. Should he have had the surgery early? Should he have allowed it to heal? Uh, being so, in- so injured over, over the last few years. Uh, well, what are your thoughts on Michael Thomas and the situation now being on, on injury reserve for the rest of the season? Yeah, I mean, look, it's unfortunate for everybody. It's unfortunate for him. It's unfortunate for the team. I mean, look, from 2016 to 2019, Michael Thomas never missed a game. He was an Iron Man who was uh, a huge part of the success of this franchise. But he's been injury-plagued the last three years. I mean, obviously in 2020, he suffered the injury in the first game and was never right, played a handful of games. He misses all of the following season, and he played two and a half games this year. I I think the thing that leads people to ask questions and be a little bit suspect of it, because I think that going into it a little bit more compassionate is, is what we should do. But I certainly think, you know, Sean Payton called out Michael Thomas. We can't overlook that for not having surgery when he could have and derailing his entire season last year. So I I, I heard Alvin Kamara's comments today, and I agree with Alvin Kamara. These guys work hard. They don't want to get injured. I do think there's a flip side to that, though, of when the former head coach calls out the wide receiver for not doing things medically the right way, that lends itself to who are you listening to and why are you doing what you're doing? And I think those are perfectly legitimate questions to Mm -hmm. ask and, and, and need to be answered. So I just think overall, though, it's unfortunate because you've made the guy the highest-paid wide receiver in football. In the last three seasons, he's given you very little. Nothing. And, then my, and that's exactly the way I feel, Fletch. 
you can't control injuries. They're part of the game. But my problem is, again, you've done this more than one time, that, again, that you've waited to see if this would heal on its own. Instead of going and having the surgery early, they could have got you back on the field. And, again, it happened with, with the ankle. Now, again, now with the foot, you think you should have learned something from the ankle. You didn't. You did the same thing with the foot now. And, and here we are, another lost season. So I can understand why the fans are upset. And, and a lot of it now has to do with him, not, not just the money, and that's what everybody focuses on. But, again, uh, you know, if you have an injury, get, get it surgically repaired and get back on the field because your team needs you. Yeah, and that's the thing. Look, you know, people, I, I don't like the people that talk about, oh, he got the money. And now, it's, look, like he deserved every penny. I mean, he did historic things in his first Absolutely. three years in the league. And in year four, when he got paid, he was the 2019 Offensive Player of the Year. He deserved every – just like Jimmy Graham, the Saints made him the highest-paid mm-hmm. tight end in NFL True. history. The Saints made Drew Brees the highest-paid quarterback in NFL history. I mean, look, it, these guys earned and deserved those contracts. It, it, it's unfortunate that Michael Thomas got injured, and I do have sympathy for that because obviously this is a physical, brutal sport that takes its toll on people. But I do think there's questions to be answered because – when the head coach, who's one of the most respected coaches in recent NFL history, questions what the player is doing and how he's doing it and calls him out for it, that lends itself to you're dealing with a different injury this time. Who handled this medically? Who made these decisions and why were they made? There's nothing wrong with, with both of those things being right and in yep. and, and, and a school of thought for both of those things to be you know, debated and talked about and, and not in a mean, negative way, but just in a way that – you know, is something that, you know, should be discussed. Yep, no doubt. And, and again, to me, it's not – it's about when you had the surgery, when you didn't have the surgery, because, again, getting back on the field should have been more, should have been paramount. Always a pleasure having you on the program. Tell the folks about what you guys got coming up for us at Channel 6 Sports and, of course, uh, your, your fantastic columns as well. Yep. I uh, Twitter is kind of my social media go-to, so you can see segments and – mock drafts and columns and other ramblings there, um, or WDSU.com or our free mobile app. Um, and then this weekend, obviously, I'll be covering LSU Alabama tomorrow. We'll be doing a lot of Pelicans tonight and tomorrow, and then gearing up for Monday uh, with, the, uh, with the Falcons. I mean, excuse me, with the, uh, with the Ravens. Yep, there you go. Thanks, Fletch. Appreciate your time. Have a great weekend. All right, thank you. There he goes, Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. Again, don't forget, I want to keep telling you about this, guys, because it's absolutely fantastic. It's Batch and Bottle by our friends at Wet William Grant. They've jumped into the ready-to-drink cocktail scene, and they're doing it better than anybody else. Again, there's rave reviews uh, across the board for those that, again, that critique spirits around the world, and they absolutely love Batch and Bottle. Batch and Bottle, uh, Rekha Rhubarb Cosmopolitan, Batch and Bottle, Hendrick's Gin Martini, Batch and Bottle, uh, Monkey Shoulder, Lazy Old Fashioned, and Batch and Bottle, Glenfiddich, uh, Scotch Martini, uh, Scotch Manhattan, pardon me. Pardon me. Uh, they have taken the... the, uh, the uh, ready-to-drink cocktail scene by, by Storm. Uh, as I've mentioned, there's been reviews all over all over the world about this. Again, with the William Grant Spirits being uh, the base for, for these for these cocktails, uh, the presentation in the, in the black bottles with the corkscrew top. So again, you can you can uh, you can uh, reuse that. Um, uh, you can reuse the bottle if you like, or again, you can continue to be able to uh, you know have that with you and, and be able to cork it up. Um, it, it's easy. It makes it easy for your next uh, tailgating party. Again, your next uh, uh, party. 
party at the house or, again, maybe, again, your next picnic, whatever it's going to be because, again, it's a William Grant spirit with, again, a ready-to-made cocktail for you. It's at all your favorite spirit stores right now. It's reasonably priced as well. Uh, you can't beat it. Again, number one, when it comes to, again, the ready-to-drink cocktail, it is batch and bottle by, again, our friends at William Grant. Get out there and get some today. It'll be a great time to try it this weekend. If you're going up to Baton Rouge for the Tigers, maybe you're heading over to the uh, Dome for the, for the Saints-Ravens. Uh, give it a try. Batch and bottle by our friends at William Grant. All right, coming up next, uh, it is our uh, weekly conversation with Glenn Gibble of Outkick.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the William Grant Family Distillers, uh, eight, uh, independent family distillers since 1887. Don't go anywhere. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 106.1 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by NetSpend All Access Accounts. NetSpend All Access. Get the mobile banking account with perks that add up. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA, member FDIC. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Delays are solid on 10 eastbound from Loyola to veterans, and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays solid 10 westbound from City Park to the airport. Also look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection, your delays are steady from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway in the Crescent City Connection as delays stretch from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula South Peters exit. And look out for accidents two-lane at South Villery. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick to get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. 
Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Folks, remember, doesn't matter if it's a weekend or not, Burkhardt has their um, technicians on call. They'll get it fixed no matter what make, no matter what model. And, of course, at Burkhardt, the phone is always answered 24-7 by a Burkhardt employee dispatching a Burkhardt truck out to your home or business. Uh, the most experienced technicians in the in, uh, in the entire area, Nate certified technicians all. Uh, again, so if you need something if you need something repaired when it comes to your AC system, your heating system, uh, Burkhart will be there for you. Also, again, your, your standby generator as well, that APCO whole home air uh, treatment system. And, of course, if you've got some issues with maybe some of your uh, rooms not keeping up with your AC system, hey, find out about that Mitsubishi um, uh, uh, Mitsubishi ductless solutions. Uh, Burkhart will only one of three in the state to be able to, again, to to, uh, uh, to, to uh, provide that for you. Uh, Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, truly a company can trust. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com, even there for you on the weekends. All right, don't forget, coming up now next, the countdown to the original begins at 6 p.m. At Francesca on um, uh, Francesca by Katie's on, on Harrison Avenue, 515 Harrison Avenue to be exact. My good friends Les East and Jude Young will be there hosting. It's Country Day night. That means head coach Chris Cheddar will be there. And, of course, a host of folks from Country Day at 7 p.m. It is the 28th year of the original with Ken Trahan and reporters at 45 games around the state. It's the best statewide scoreboard uh, you'll find. It's at CrestedCitySports.com. Six hours of coverage. We'll wrap up with Friday Night Football with J, uh, JT Curtis and Ed Daniels. Uh, simulcast on 106.1 FM coming from WNOL and WGNO. So, again, high school football getting down to the nitty-gritty. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM uh, for the original. 28th year of the original with Ken Trahan, Jude Young, uh, also Les East and a, and a host of hundreds. <laughs> there you go. All right, thanks to Fletcher Mackle and also Mike Vazan for joining us in the program. Uh, it is uh, time for my good friend uh, Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com to join us on the program. Glenn, how are you, buddy? Good, good. I'm in the uh, in the man cave with a little Pinot right now. And, Ooh. Uh, getting ready for a big LSU-Alabama game tomorrow night yep, and no a doubt. big Houston Astros game tomorrow night. I, I, I'm, we're going to get into both. Afternoon Georgia-Tennessee game. Go ahead. Yeah, yep, there you go. First, before we get started, uh, tell us about the book. You had a book signing last week. How was it? Good, good. It was uh, not exactly an LSU fan crowd. It's, it was kind of an artsy crowd out at the, out at the book fair, but there was a steady stream of uh, purchasers of Skip's book. Uh, Skip and I were sitting next to one another in a little booth uh, signing, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it went pretty well. He, it was funny, though. He goes, you know, I bet a lot of people out here have no idea who I am, nor do they care. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. I doubt well, that. But it, it shows you how uh, Skip knows. You know, Skip, 
Skip knows that there's a lot of people that don't really follow baseball. Right. He's, uh, he's humble. He can be humble, even though he knows sure. he's the best ever. Everything matters in baseball. It would be a perfect gift for the upcoming holiday season, a birthday, an anniversary present for, again, an LSU fan. It's the Skip Burton story. Glenn Gilbo is the author with, with Leo Honeycutt, forward by Warren Morris. Where can folks get it? Acadianhouse.com. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be for sale in, in bookstores in the area uh, this month, but uh, right now just Acadianhouse.com. Look, Glenn, you know, I'm, look, I'm a casual baseball fan, right? I mean, I'm not sitting here watching, again, 162 games. All right? It's just not I'm, not I'm not doing it, okay? But I, I have been glued to this World Series. What a great Me World too. Series it has been. Uh, you know, from the no-hitter the other night to last night, uh, again, uh, the, the theatrics there. Talk a little bit about it. Yeah, I'm like you, man. When, when the Astros are in the World Series, I, I, I watch just about every pitch. And um, – you know, 2017, and then when they against the Dodgers, I covered some of that one, and then and then when they lost to the uh, the Nationals and the Braves with, with with the home field advantage there, uh, that was tough. But no, this this has been a great World Series. Boy, that game last night, I felt like I played in it. I I, I really did. It was, <laughs> it was, it was emotional, back and forth. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was just so close, you know. And I was pulling for Verlander to get that to get that win and. And, you know, the Astros' bullpen messed up a little bit, you know, for like the only time ever. And, uh, you know, they were able to, able to pull it out. I mean, what a, what a great catch in, uh, in the outfield oh. against the wall there by uh, McIntosh. And, and most guys won't make that catch huh, today. I mean, again, they are, they're, 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 they're fearful of the wall. Whereas, again, when we were coming up, it was really a no-brainer. That was, I mean, he climbed, that's literally, again, a chain-leak fence he's climbing to catch that ball. Yeah, yeah, and a great play by the backup first baseman there, too, mm-hmm. after Uriel got hurt, you know. So just, you know, and it was a low-scoring game, but, you know, I mean, there was a no-hitter the other night. I mean, those games are still great. I mean, they, you don't have to have a bunch of runs every game. But there's been home no. runs in this game, in this, in this series big time, and the, and the Phillies are so good. I mean, they've they they got some intimidating hitters on that team but it's mm-hmm. been a great series i got I just put a story up about bregman talked to Maneri about bregman mm-hmm. uh that's up on our kick right now just how he wants to wash away the uh you know the uh the the scandal of 2017 yes. and how he was very apologetic right after that happened not publicly but he was to paul he felt ashamed and like, like he let paul down and let lsu down that's never really been out out and uh, that that's an out kick right now and um you know and and the funny thing is and i don't know if you remember hearing about this at the time but you know most of those astro players involved in that scandal they had great stats at home and not so good on the road because the, mm-hmm. the stealing signals was being done at home it wasn't being done yes. on the road okay well bregman hit better on the road than he did at home now you know he's not he's never said that he wasn't involved and he wasn't right. guilty but but he still hit better on, on the road than at home. So that kind of tells you he really didn't need to do it. You know, and, and, and Altuve actually hit well on the road, too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's screwy that they, that they let that get to the level they did. Really bad leadership. And it tainted, it, it tainted the, the championship. It oh, just there's did. no question. I think they should have taken it away. I, I really I agree. And, and you, said yeah. that, you said that right after they won and everything yeah. came to light. You said it. You said it. As an Astro fan, you said it. Yeah, Astro fan since I was seven years old, and 
And uh, that's the only one they've won. You know, they've been favored to win a couple of times. They've been favored to win this one. But, uh, you know, we they got to get this one. They got to get this clean one. But I think they will. I think they will. They got they got two chances to win one game, mm-hmm. uh, and it could well go seven. So we'll see. Alabama LSU Tiger Stadiums on a dry Saturday night is what they're telling us. Give me your give me your breakdown. A dry Saturday night. It's not supposed to rain. Uh, rain's supposed to be over by two thirty. They said. So oh, okay. I mean, I you know, the, the field's going to be covered. It drains well. So I mean, that that front's supposed to come through and be in New Orleans by by four. You said dry Saturday night. I thought you meant dry like Ruston. Oh, no, come on. Dry no, Saturday no, night. There's no such thing in Baton Rouge. Where do you think That'd you are? That would be a hell of a night to pick to go dry. Come on, man. <laughs> no, I, I tell you what, man. LSU's got a chance to win this game. I mean, I'm, I've picked Alabama, but take LSU and the points in this game. And um, LSU could win this game, man. Yep. Alabama – Will Anderson, the you know the great outside linebacker, he's not having a great season this year. Um, their secondary is not great. You know, LSU Jaden Daniels is going to be able to make his mark in this game. Unfortunately, I think Bryce Young will too against LSU secondary. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a heck of a game. Yeah, I agree with you. Again, if LSU just doesn't have the self-inflicted mistakes we saw against Tennessee, the, again, the deer in the headlights look that I've been talking about all day long today, uh, I think they can hang with Alabama. Uh, now, can they can they close it out and win? Uh, that'll that'll be interesting to see. Again, I've been talking about it all week. Kelly having an extra two weeks to prepare. I can't wait to see what he has in store for Alabama. And we know this team. This uh, again, uh, you know, this this coaching staff has done a great job in 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 again uh, making changes on the fly, making the adjustments. That that's what gives me hope about this. LSU team this year? Two very intellectual coaches. Uh, so it is going to be interesting to see what they do with the, with the open week. Now, Coach Kelly said that they've gotten a little cute a couple of times, and then they just went back to basics this season. But I think if LSU, through the first quarter or so, does not have a turnover and does not give up a stupid touchdown and, and is not hurting itself and is not behind by two touchdowns, I think that the team and the crowd is going to have a lift. I mean, if they go into the second quarter, nothing, nothing, I think the, the home crowd is going to have a, have a lift, you know, because they've gotten behind in so many games. So if mm-hmm. they don't do that this game in the first half, that's really going to help LSU. Saints-Ravens on Monday night. Saints coming off the best performance of the season. What do you think? Well, the Ravens are, uh, are a much better team than the than the, than the Raiders, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, they, they got some momentum. They, they have moved the ball under Dalton. You know, I, I think uh, – and, you know, the hope that the Saints have is that the division is so bad. <laughs> I mean, this a 9-8 and eight record might finish first place in the NFC South, you know. So they can just get closer to 500 and, and, and try to stay above it a little bit. They're going to have a shot. But um, – you know, I, I think uh, I, I doubt if they can beat the Ravens, but they might have a chance. Yeah, uh, if they can, if they look, I'll tell you right now, and I've said this before. 
if they come out and play with the intensity they did last week, if they're tackling well like they did last week, if they're not making, again, the self-inflicted mistakes that have plagued this team all season long, I think they beat the Ravens at home with the crowd behind them. But, again, they've got to play, they got to play good football, and they've got to be able to control uh, Lamar Jackson, which, again, there's also LSU's deal with, again, Bryce Young. Got to be able to control those guys in, in, in the uh, offensive backfield, and we'll see how it kind of plays out. The other big game in the, in the SEC is Tennessee-Georgia. Talk about it. Well, I mean, you know, I've been right. I wrote about that uh, last night and this morning. The history of the games of the century, regular season, number one versus number two. This is the 25th since 1943. LSU and Alabama were the last two in, in 2019 and in 2011. Some great comments in that story by Nick and Kirby on that 2011 classic, which again, like the 3 2 baseball game last night with the Low scoring, and I remember some media kind of complaining about that, but that was a game I'll never forget. That was such an awesome game from beginning to end, 9-6 in overtime. But, you know, so what? You don't have to have points in every game. But right. um, this, this is going to have a lot of points. <laughs> Tennessee and Georgia are going to have a lot of points, and I, I think Tennessee is going to win this game. I, I think Georgia has not played a team quite like Tennessee. I think they're going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle to get set like LSU did mm-hmm. um, before the snap. And, um, you know, I, I think Georgia will have a chance to win. But I, I think Tennessee, I think their offense is and, – and the way they they only use half of the game clock, which they treat like a shot clock in basketball. Right. And Georgia's not, just not used to that. Mm-hmm. And um, Hendon Hooker is a, is a great quarterback. They have great receivers. They've been putting up numbers with, with, with one of their best receivers hurt. Their defense isn't great, but they kind of have a basketball mentality. But I see Tennessee winning about like they beat uh, Alabama, you know, 50-something to 40-something. There you go. Glenn, tell us about what you got, what you're covering over at OutKick, how folks can find you on social media, how they can check out OutKick online. Well, um, like I said, there's there's a, a cool feature, hopefully, uh, on Alex Bregman that is on OutKick right now, talking to Paul Maneri, who's who's really has stayed close with Alex, he was he was that he had dinner with Alex and his wife, and the it, it, late in the regular season when the Phillies had to beat the Astros uh, to uh, to get in the playoffs, um, and um, you know and he's torn between Aaron Nola and and Alex Bregman, so that's neat. And then tomorrow morning I'm going to have another angle on the uh, LSU Alabama game and its uh, storied history. Beautiful. And folks can find you on Twitter at LSU Beat Tweet. Yes, and uh, Outkick.com, free website, www.outkick.com. And one more time, how can folks find the book? AcadianHouse.com, $30. Great Christmas present. Yep. Uh, you'll feel like you're in the old Alex Fox, Eric. No doubt about it. Which chapter Everything... you want, buddy? Uh, I got it right in front of me. Are you kidding me? Uh, right in front of me. I'm holding it as we speak. Everything Matters in Baseball, the Skip Burtman story. Glenn Gilbo with Leo Honeycutt, forward by Warren Morris. Thank you always, for my, fr- uh, my friend, for your time. Enjoy your Pinot and the rest of your evening. All right. Thank you, Eric. You too. Have a good one. There you go. There he goes. Glenn Gilbo. Again, uh, outkick.com. Uh, let me give you the Saints injury report before we, uh, we head to break. Uh, of course, Michael Thomas is out. 
Mark Ingram out with the knee. Marshawn Lattimore out with the abdomen. Uh, Jarvis Landry is limited with the ankle, as is Adam Troutman with the ankle. Ryan Ramshack uh, limited uh, with, again, rest knee. David Onyemata limited with the thigh. Eric uh, McCoy limited with the shoulder. Throckmorton in, in, uh, limited with the hip. And Chase Hansen did not practice today. So hopefully, again, they'll start to get some of these guys back, maybe like, again, a Troutman and a, and a Landry. That would really go a long way in helping them, uh, again, be able to be victorious against the uh, Ravens on Monday night. All right. Don't forget about our friends at Dover at William Grant. Henry's Gym, Milago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. I'm telling you, folks, if you love, again, a different flavor profile for, again, your favorite spirits, whether it be, uh, again, uh, Henry's Gym, Milago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, uh, you've got to try them. Hottest spirits on the market, and the reason why is, again, the quality of the spirit. And then you get into what? Uh, again, the, the, the award-winning scotches, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder, Single Malt, all award-winning scotches. Uh, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in the world. Get out and, and enjoy that. Also, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey uh, in, the, in the whiskey portfolio. And, of course, in the rum portfolio, it's Sailor Jerry Rum and also a Florida kind of Nicaraguan rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum, personal Louisiana, personal proceeds go to the Got Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Again, get a bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum. You're helping uh, the, the Got Foundation take care of active military members, retired military members of their family, or you give directly at www.gotourtroops.org. William Grant, a proud sponsor of our Friday show. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. 
So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 6-3. Dancing crew, trip for two, nail the final interview. Game with Doug, brand new mug. Come here, kid, give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. Boosters designed for COVID-19 variants are now available. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster appointment as soon as you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. It's Macy's One Day Sale with great deals of the day. Like 30 to 50% off boots and shoes she'll love. 50 to 60% off cozy pajamas for the whole family. And 50 to 60% off holiday dining and entertaining essentials. Plus, Star Rewards members earn even faster Dream Star Money bonus days. Going on now at Macy's and Market by Macy's. See Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. All right, that's it for me, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Mike Scarborough, Mike Vazan, Fletcher Mackle, Glenn Gilbo for joining us on the program. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to all of our sponsors, again, for supporting our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our show. And as always, we appreciate each one of those sponsors. We appreciate you for supporting those sponsors, including our friends at William Grant, Independent Families Throws since 1887. Remember, uh, Richie Mills and, and uh, Garland Gillen joined me at the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this weekend. Also, again, coming up next is the Countdown to the Original at Francesca's. Uh, Lessie's Jude Young and Country Day High head coach uh, Chris Chetta. And then at 7 o'clock, it's the 28th year of the original Ken Trahan and reporters at 45 games around the state. Uh, the scoreboard from CrestedSports.com and six hours of coverage wraps up with Friday Night Football with Ed Daniels, JT Curtis, right here on 106.1 FM. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks to Rudy from the dog catch of the governor, who's the mayor. They all got to go. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBo 